Welcome back to Spoiler Free Wrestling, everyone. And this is your Spoiler Free Wrestling News Update for March 26th, 2019. And we're going to start things off in WWE today. It was Monday Night Raw last night from the TD Center in Boston. We've got the results up on the site at Spoiler Free Wrestling. And we've also got updated rankings as well. But there were a few matches added to WrestleMania 35 last night on Raw. And that now brings the total of officially confirmed matches to 13. And this does not include a potential Raw Tag Team Championship match. We saw Aleister Black and Ricochet defeat the Revival last night on Raw. Could that lead to a WrestleMania 35 match? If so, it'll be the 14th confirmed match for the show. So last night, Roman Reigns accepted Drew McIntyre's challenge that he had laid down the week before. So we will get Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre in a singles match where the winner is likely uh, going to be in line for a potential universal title match depending on what goes on in the Raw World Championship match at WrestleMania between Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. Another title match was booked last night as Bobby Lashley will defend his Intercontinental Championship against Finn Balor at WrestleMania. Balor qualified for that match by defeating Bobby Lashley and Jinder Mahal in a handicap, a two-on-one handicap match last night. You might remember that's actually how Finn Balor won the Intercontinental Championship from Lashley. Balor defeated Lashley and Leo Rush by pinning Leo Rush and winning Lashley's Intercontinental Championship match. So let's just quickly run down the lineup of confirmed matches for this show. Another match that was confirmed last night, a fatal four-way for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. The Boss and Hug Connection, Bailey and Sasha Banks, will uh, go up against a team going by the name the Divas of Doom, Beth, excuse me, the Divas of Doom, Beth Phoenix and Natalia versus the Iconics versus Nia Jax and Tamina. That was also made official last night. So three matches made official last night, bringing the total of confirmed matches for WrestleMania from 10 to 13. Now, one match where we don't know all of the participants will be the SmackDown Women's Championship match scheduled for WrestleMania. Asuka is going to take on the winner of a fatal four-way match, which will take place tonight. And at the end of this show, we will do just a little preview for tonight's SmackDown. All right, what else is going on? Uh... Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. That was made official last week. There will be the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, the sixth annual edition of the Battle Royal. So far, only Braun Strowman and Colin Jost. I think Michael Che might be in it as well, are announced for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I thought, I thought... Michael Che just volunteered Colin Jost to go in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, but I some people are saying that both Colin Jost and Michael Che are in. I don't know. I don't care. AJ Styles will go up against Randy Orton in a singles match at WrestleMania, and Shane McMahon and The Miz will as well. Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin will face off in Angle's farewell match. 
and a new stipulation was added to Triple H versus Batista. Now Triple H is saying if he loses, he will retire as a wrestler. For the WWE Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy will defend the title against Tony Nese, someone he's been aligned with for several months now on 205 Live. For the Raw WWE Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar will defend against Seth Rollins. And in the main event, a triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey will look to defend against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Now, also concerning the main event at WrestleMania, Joan Jett, who is the performer behind Bad Reputation, Ronda Rousey's uh, ring walk music and intro music, will is set to perform live at WrestleMania. WWE sent out a press release that said, The Queen of Rock and Roll, Joan Jett, is a music legend and icon for powerful women everywhere. Her performance at this year's WrestleMania promises to be both exhilarating and inspiring, and we are honored to watch her join a distinct list of extraordinary performers who have lit up the WWE stage. And Joan Jett just sent out a tweet that said, Ronda Rousey is a girl that does what she wants to do. So Joan Jett will be there live. For WrestleMania 35, as Ronda Rousey looks to defend her title against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Also concerning another member of the WrestleMania 35 main event, Becky Lynch has reportedly been offered a new contract by WWE. It is a multi-year deal, which is said to include a pay raise. And Lynch is said to be expected to sign that deal shortly. So while this is coming from an anonymous site or an anonymous source website, the pro wrestling sheet is reporting that Becky Lynch is expected to sign a new multi-year deal with WWE shortly. Also concerning the main event at WrestleMania, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair were all on sports center this morning Though they didn't really say much. But they were on SportsCenter. Mustafa Ali is now just Ali. He sent out a tweet in regards to his name change. He said, Mustafa means the chosen one, with an emphasis on being chosen from amongst the people. Name or not, nothing has changed. I fight for the people. I am one of them. Also, there's video up at SpoilerFreeWrestling.com of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks taking part in a panel discussion at C2E2 this weekend in Chicago. They announced a couple of things at the conference. One is that the Young Bucks will be putting the AAA tag team titles on the line when they face the Lucha Bros at Double or Nothing. Now, there are also reports that Omega and the Young Bucks confirmed that All In 2 will take place in Chicago at the Sears Center. Though there's no confirmation on this, no idea what dates, that kind of thing. Maybe they would do an end-of-summer show in Chicago again to build off the success of the first. We'll just have to wait and see. Not that far now. We are less than two months away from Double or Nothing. 
and we will learn a lot more about what's going on with this promotion come that time. But if you want to go check out those videos, those are now up under our spoiler-free wrestling news update from March 26, 2019. And they are under the All Elite Wrestling News section. Now, the big story on our site today is four Lucha Underground wrestlers have been released from their, or granted their release from their contracts after taking legal action against Lucha Under, the, the production company behind Lucha, Lucha Underground and the El Rey Network. And today there was a story up at luchacentral.com and we put a video out on this as well. They spoke with the lawyer representing the four who are Joey Ryan, Ivelisse, El Hio del Fantasma, who went by King Cuerno in Lucha Underground, and Cobra Moon, who goes by Thunder Rosa in Ring of Honor. And here's what Andre Verdun, the lawyer representing the four, had to say. He said, I'm honored to say that we received 100% of the relief that we were suing to obtain and four young, talented wrestlers are no longer bound by an unfair contract that prohibits them from taking full advantage of their talents at the prime of their career. I wish them all the best of luck. So this had come out earlier in the year that some Lucha Underground wrestlers were taking legal action to be let out of their contracts. Eva Lee had said in January that they had been told if they complete season four and were still unhappy and wanted out of their contracts that they would be granted a release. I guess Lucha Underground kind of came through with their promise on that. Um, from what it sounds like, the actual people involved in, in Lucha Underground, uh, they're sort of, their hands are tied a little bit with their parent companies. Uh, but the end result here is that lawyer Andre Verdun has been able to secure releases for these four wrestlers. So bottom line is, and we, we go into more detail about this in the other video or in the video we released on that, on this story this morning. Um, the likelihood of a fifth season of Lucha Underground is looking very slim. There was a tweet sent out in February by Krista Joseph, who's one of the top producers for the show, where he said, uh, somebody said, uh, the million dollar question is, what is the future of Lucha Underground? Krista Joseph answered on Twitter and said, personally, I think it's dead, but I hope not. And this is something that happened in between almost every season of Lucha Underground. I think between two and three, we knew that it was coming back. But after season one, everyone was so thrilled with Lucha Underground. There wasn't a Lucha Underground fan that didn't go, hey, this is a great show. Season one of Lucha Underground is a great show. Season two was even pretty good. Season four, it kind of petered out. But what really happened was these breaks in between seasons where you didn't know if the show was coming back. And I think that took a lot of fans out of it. You got out of the habit of watching it on Wednesday evenings. Or if you weren't able, if you don't get El Rey and you had to wait till a different time, you, you, you fell out of practice of watching it. And just the, 
you stop talking about it. Wrestling fans stop talking about it because there was nothing happening for so long. And it's funny because before Lucha Underground did this in the season format, there had been some people who said what pro wrestling really needs is an off-season. An off-season. But that typically isn't how it's worked in combat sports. It's not how it's worked in boxing. It's not how it's worked in MMA. It's just, that's not how combat sports goes. And I think we really found with Lucha Underground that the breaks in between seasons, especially where we didn't know if it was coming back. If we knew it was coming back, like, okay, we're taking a 10-week break and then they build stories up through YouTube. Okay, maybe that's something different. But this was Lucha Underground was gone. And we never heard hide nor hair of what was going on. There was no storylines being built up in the in the off season or anything like that. Nothing to keep you caring about the characters. So while an off season in wrestling still could possibly work if done differently. I think a lot of people would say the breaks between seasons hurt Lucha Underground, hurt the amount of people that were watching the show. I think they would, each time they had a, a break between seasons, I think they would lose a certain amount of people. When the show came back, they th- those people might have decided, eh, you know, I'm not that into, into this anymore. Or I can see these guys on other shows. Anyway, Joey Ryan just sent this out on Twitter. Uh, He sent like a picture of himself next to a long quote. He said, it's official. I am now a free agent, free from any contracts, free from any bosses, free from any restrictions. The last few years of my career haven't been without highlights being featured in many major media outlets, becoming a top seller on pro wrestling tees, shocking the world at All In, main eventing the Cow Palace, a role on Glow, the growth of bar wrestling. When did he main event the Cow Palace? Must have been like a like a good indie show, like Book the Cow Palace. Uh, but now it honestly feels like I have a new lease on my direction and where I'm going in pro wrestling. Most of my accomplishments have been fan-driven due to the overwhelming support I have received, so I just want wanted to take a moment to thank all the fans who have accompanied me on this journey so far and hope you will continue on this adventure. So Joey Ryan, I don't think there's there can be much... Um, I mean, he's going to all elite wrestling. He's on being the elite every week, it seems. He uh, was involved... I mean, he his character was murdered at one point on being the elite by Hangman Page. And, of course, this led to Joey Ryan rising from the dead with an army of inflatable penises, or peni, and attacking Hangman Page after his match with Joey Janela. So the good news is that Joey Ryan, El Hijo del Fantasma, Ivelisse, and Cobra Moon are free to negotiate with other companies. The bad news is... Lucha Underground is probably done. Not that any of these four really made or or broke Lucha Underground, but when Lucha Underground came into the wrestling industry, things were a lot different than they are now. 
the amount of alternatives that wrestling fans have accumulated to WWE in that time is immense. And while I thought Lucha Underground was incredibly creative, and I loved the show. I thought it was very creative. I didn't see all of season four, but, I mean, see, I can remember thinking season one, I just love the shit out of this. Who knows? Who knows, though? There's no, I mean... People thought it was dead after season one and it was still very much alive. So we'll, we'll just have to see. But I do think Lucha Underground, um, I think they've had an influence. I think Lucha Underground really influenced the broken Matt Hardy character. When you think the, the two were kind of coming out at the same time where Lucha Underground was introducing this sort of cinematic backstage um, addition to wrestling. Sort of adding a new component. like Almost like it was sci-fi meets wrestling a little bit or you know that kind of thing and i do think that there were some elements of that that we've now seen continue in impact wrestling with the undead realm and all that stuff that stuff's very i don't want to say it's lucha underground inspired but you got Jimmy Jacobs over there, who I, I'm not sure, but I have the feeling that Jimmy Jacobs is sort of behind the undead realm a bit. That seems to make sense. Um, this is a man who on somebody's podcast said he decided to become a writer for WWE by taking ecstasy and uh, like before a plane. Like he had to go on a flight. So he said, what the fuck? I'll just take some ecstasy while I'm... Uh, you know, going on this fucking plane ride and can't talk to anybody or move around or anything. And, and he had this epiphany at that time that he wanted to start working backstage in wrestling. That his time as a pro wrestler maybe wasn't over, but he had more to offer creatively. And he went on to work for WWE for many years. And of course, a couple of years ago, God, was it that long ago? He was fired. He took a selfie with the the elite when they were doing that invasion thing. Then he got fired. Everyone thought that he would end up in Ring of Honor to go partner up with uh, the elite. But he ended up going to Impact Wrestling where they have him working backstage now. Also concerning Impact Wrestling, um, Lance Storm is now working behind the scenes. He was there at the Windsor tapings. Uh, Tommy Dreamer doing the same thing as well. So there's a heavy. So again, I'm a little biased because I live down the road. Like I live two streetcar stops from Impact Wrestling's head office in Toronto. Uh, I'll be there on April 28th and April 29th when they're in Rebel Nightclub. I saw Brian Cage. I was second row for Brian Cage versus Speedball Mike Bailey for Smash Wrestling on Sunday, which is fantastic show uh but impact wrestling has a very heavy ecw influence right now and this has been happening since don Callis came in so um don Callis, of course i mean the biggest influence he's gonna have in wrestling was during the heyday of ecw and so we've seen guys like raven come in we've you know tommy dreamers there all the time RVD and Sabu will be there at United We Stand. And now backstage is Lance Storm and Tommy Dreamer backstage as well. 
So if you were an ECW fan, there's a lot of reason to be optimistic about Impact Wrestling right now. And I think that they're going around and they're spending some money and they're offering some money. Both Rob Van Dam and Chris Jericho have made public comments regarding Impact Wrestling having money to throw around. Now, that's an interesting comment. That's sort of a comment that I don't think you make unless you're certain the people involved will be okay with you making it, right? Like, if I sat there going, man, like, if somebody negotiating with WWE said, whoa, WWE's throwing around a lot of money right now, they might not be happy you said that because they might be like, hey, we got other people whose contracts are coming up, you know, comments like that, or it's going to make us have to offer more money. But this is, this is different. Impact seems to want it out there that they've got money to spend. And I think that's a very good sign if you're a fan of Impact Wrestling. So let's see. What else happened today? Let's just make sure we're not missing anything. Where is this post that I was basing everything on? Um, Yep, those are the... uh, Oh, right. There was also a new match added to the Ring of Honor show on March 31st. So this is on Sunday... Ring of Honor is going to be in Baltimore for the final show before they hit the G1 Supercard in Madison Square Garden. And PCO and Brody King will look to defend the ROH tag team titles they just won at the 17th anniversary pay-per-view against the former champions, the Briscoes. So this is interesting because just six days later, both of those teams will be in a fatal four-way where the winner gets both the IWGP heavyweight tag team titles and the Ring of Honor tag team titles. So really, whoever wins this match, it just means they'll be the champion for six more days and then going into Madison Square Garden. And then and then it's back to square one once the match starts. You know, you got you to win the match uh, either way, whether you lost this one in Baltimore or not. But all the same, if you watch the 17th anniversary show, PCO uh, and Brody King versus the Briscoes tore the house down, main evented the show, Ring of Honor, not afraid to put tag teams in the main event. They put PCO and Brody King beating the Briscoes for the tag team titles in the main event of their 17th anniversary show. That is 17 years that wrestling fans should thank Ring of Honor for helping keep true pro wrestling alive in North America through some fairly bleak times. Um, No matter what your opinion is on, on Ring of Honor, I think they have to get credit for that. Absolutely. So that about wraps it up in terms of what you need to know in the world of professional wrestling. Don't forget to check out SpoilerFreeWrestling.com. We're on YouTube as well. Check us out on Twitter, SPF Free Wrestling or something. I don't know. The links are all where the links normally are. Thanks again, everyone. I'm Guy from Spoiler Free Wrestling.